Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Mafia Cast. Thank you for listening and tuning in to us. Guys, it is week 18, Miami Dolphins week, a.k.a. AFC title game. What is going on, guys? Man, can't can't wait. <laughs> We're just a little bit excited over here. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. I'm a little bummed there's no game tonight, though. I was kind of looking forward to some NFL action tonight. True. This time of year definitely gets weird when it comes that because it starts breaking all of our like rituals there's no monday night there's no thursday night oh, they play saturdays it makes, now it, it makes sunday <laughs> one hell of a day though it, it yeah. saturday mm-hmm. sunday is going to be so much fun my dad actually i have a hole in the wall for thanks to my dogs and um <laughs> my dad came over he's like hey i'll come over sunday and help patch that hole in the wall blah 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 and i was like nope i was like not on i was like not on a football sunday and not on this football Especially yeah, not, this, not this one. I, I'm an advocate for staggering the college football seasons with NFL season. So we got football year round. Both can take up the whole weekend. <laughs> 12 months a year. I'd be all down for that. Before we move any further, John, welcome to the show again. We've got you, got you on board here with us. Um, let everybody know again who you are, what you do, what's going on in your life. Uh, John McNeil. I own uh, Game On Video Games and Sports Memorabilia with locations in Hamburg and Rochester, New York. And uh, glad to be back here with you guys. It's been uh, it's been a little bit of time. Yeah, it has. It has been. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Well, welcome back. Uh, glad you are here with us. Um, yeah, let's. Well, first of all, let's kind of jump into the last week's game. Um, I've got my concerns, and I'm, as I'm sure everybody else does. I'll start with you, John. What do you think of that game? Uh, <sighs> you know, I, I'm kind of hoping that maybe Brady is going through. Like, I know he said he's wanted to build the run game, and I'm fine with that. And, you know, we've needed a run game. Um, you know, the last few weeks have definitely proved it. I, You know, it, it pushed Cook to the Pro Bowl. Um, you know, I mean, I love what he's doing with that. I'm just hoping it's some kind of trick <laughs> to get other teams to to not think about the passing game and to 
you know, ease up on digs. And then once the playoffs hit, then it's pedal to the metal. And we got the passing game going, the running game going. But yeah, last week, um, I, I, if that's not the issue, then I'm very concerned. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm like, well, we, we focus, you know, he basically changed this offense. Um, definitely more focused on the run. And then I'm like, is he nervous or like unsure how to utilize digs now? Or are we like, like, I think you were going to say like growing pains as, as the OC. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> like, like you said, I hope not. Yeah. Well, this isn't the first time he's been an OC either. Like he did it for about True. a year, year and a half with, with Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've heard everything from they're holding him back, getting, you know, keeping him fresh for the playoffs to there's an injury uh, potentially. Uh, as far as digs goes, but this has been going on for what a month, month plus now. And I mean, we're on a four game winning streak, so they're they're winning without him. But what do you got, Casey? It was it's been going on for ten weeks now. I mean, last yeah. week they were going it. He had nine going into last week. He had nine straight games under a hundred. You know, basically an underwhelming games for a digs and Josh duo. And last week he set it up to ten. But I think it's one of those. The run game's been working so well. You, it's like when Josh is on fire. You just, you let Josh make the decisions, make the throws, make the plays. Our run game has just taken over, like, taken that over. I mean, that, like, the, they no defense has been able to stop the run, or stop our run. So if it isn't broke, why fix it? Yep. I understand Diggs isn't getting these flashy numbers and this and that. We're not blowing teams out, but – like everybody says in, a, in that locker room, a win's a win. It doesn't matter mm, what it looks yeah. like, how it yep. gets there. You know, I mean, it's they don't they don't care. They truly don't. They're, they've been in the playoffs for five weeks. You know, this is going to be week six. They have eleven week playoff. I think that <laughs> it's just one of those things. You know, like we we struggle in the past because the running the running game has done well. We're getting two hundred yards a game. You know, just flip flop that. Okay, we get two hundred fifty passing. Game, we only get 75 rushing yards a game. It's just what, what's been working. So I kept texting you guys all Sunday during the game. I'm not worried, not worried at all. You know, there was mm-hmm. not a single time in that game when I thought we were going to lose just because we are, we are so much better than the Patriots that lost earlier in the season. You know, this, like we went out, backs against the wall. They had everything. They, they were in perfect position to play spoiler. And they couldn't do it. You know, they had everything to play for. Yeah. We did too. We showed who was the better team. So yeah. I think it's just one of those. It's it's what's working right now. Before we move any further with this kind of this conversation, uh, there's a ton of people in the comments and, and people watching right now. I just want to really quick direct everybody that's listening to Facebook. Check out our Facebook page at the Mafia Cast. Go over there, follow us. Uh, be part of the conversations that we've got going on there. We update, you know, news whenever we get it, whether it's injuries or trades, whatever the case may be. Uh, we post articles there. Um, just wanted to, to add that. Back to the digs thing, I kind of looked at some of the numbers. The first eight weeks of this season, he had 64 receptions, 80 game. The last eight weeks, 36. He has He's right at 100 right now, but only 36 receptions over the last uh, six or sorry, eight games, about four a game. I'm with you guys, though. I don't care if he gets the numbers or not. What I do want to see is our receivers start catching the freaking ball. That's driving me nuts mm-hmm. with the drops. Uh, whether it's yeah. Diggs, whether it's Davis, 
Kincaid even as of late, um, you name him on this offense, they've dropped passes. And to me, that's what's holding this offense back. Yeah, there's been a couple of throws down the field that Allen has missed. Um, But if these guys just hold on to the ball and get the the yard from there there, I think that makes a world of difference. Um, I did want to – I was listening to an earlier podcast um, with Steve Tasker, and he brought up a good point as far – because somebody called in about Josh's deep ball. And he did say that it's a different kind of deep ball with Allen because he he rifles it in. He's he doesn't have that high arcing rainbow style of pass like you see a lot of the really good deep throwers have. Yeah. So it is diff- more. It is harder for the receivers to adjust to those types of passes because it gets on them quicker. There's not a lot of adjustment they can really do other than you know, hope maybe the ball sticks in their face mask. I guess. But <laughs> I, I thought that was an interesting point because it, it's absolutely how many times have we seen digs kind of just turn around and it's there and he just has to snag it as opposed Mm -hmm. to just laying it over his shoulder. But um, there's what we've got. Jalen Waddle might not play. Uh, Tyreek Hill uh, was out of practice now for the last – well, he was in practice yesterday, but he left early because of the the fire situation at his home. And I assume that's probably why he was gone today. Uh, uh, Bradley Chubb out for the season. Their other pass rusher, Jalen Phillips, out for the season. That happened, I think, a month or two ago. Uh, who am I missing? One of the corners, Most Xavier Howard. Yeah. So, and even Tua, I believe, had a shoulder uh, mm-hmm. kind of banged up too. I, when you're looking at this game, and I'll ask you guys what you think, but for me, really quick, I don't want to say I'm not worried, but I'm also not taking this for granted. Because, like you said, Casey, the Patriots aren't a good team. The Chargers aren't a good team. Yet we've lost to the Chargers or the to the Patriots. We lost to the Jets. We lost to the Broncos. So because Struggle of the way this the season has gone, and the, almost to the Giants, I am a little nervous, and I'm not taking anybody for granted. I don't care if they're playing playing the the ten year old Pee Wee squad next door. They've just they've been finding ways to keep the opponent around. I don't like it. So for that reason, I am a little concerned. But this is a massive game. What what do you got, Casey? Josh is going to go in and, I think, do what Josh does. I I mean, do I think he's going to have more touchdowns and completions like last time? No. You know, I mean, that, I mean, he, he played out of his mind that the Dolphins were not ready for what we were going to throw at them, but the Dolphins are still good. I mean, Tyreek Hill is still, uh, still plays for them. You know, I, I don't care if he was in a walking boot. We've all seen the pictures from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, he's in a walking boot. He's clearly not a 100%. I'd still bet he's going to be the fastest man on the field. So no matter what, that that's scary. You know, Tua, it, it, he's a pro. I mean, I, I get it. He's a pro bowler. It still means a little bit of something. He has, he has no. played well this year. I mean, he – better than Josh? No, sorry, Miami fans. Um, they're still – a good team you know they have Jalen Ramsey they sell Javon Holland they've got a couple good linebackers Van Ginkle Sealer um, seems to give us issues right up the right up the gut um they still have Christian Wilkins Josh's favorite player in the, in the league to play against um so I, I I think we have everything to prove Miami's in they seem to be one of those teams that you know they haven't been playing on fire lately but they can turn it on when they need to Again, they hung seventy on a Broncos on a Bronco on the Broncos. <laughs> so, so they can clearly put up seventy on a Bronco. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 70. That'd be even more impressive. <laughs> 70 what exactly on a Bronco? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I this, don't know. this this an hour. Yeah. Um <laughs> I the Pro Bowl, you brought that up, and I for me, and I tweeted this out yesterday, the Pro Bowl to me is a joke and carries zero credibility. I'm sorry, you look at the numbers. Even Patrick Mahomes didn't belong ahead of uh, of Allen this this year. Um, and it wasn't just the Bills either. You look across the board, and there's a lot of players that get snubbed. Ed Oliver, I know he's Bills, obviously, but he didn't make the list. Are you kidding me? I, uh, this happens every single year. What's that? He said in a third alternate at that. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not even And like Allen is an alternate that. as well. But um, I – yeah. Anyways, the Pro Bowl, I could spend a long time ranting on about that because I, I, I despise the Pro Bowl now. It is not what it used to be. I'm looking forward to the tug of war. Ever since they let fans vote, it ruined it for me. And I'm a fan, and I you know, I thought it was cool at the time, but then I was like, wait, down, this isn't working out. But anyways, um, back to the game. First of all, we've pretty much every single game, Alan's going to throw an interception. It, it happens for every single week. Yeah. Um, my hope is because like last time they played each other, it was a back and forth. We scored, they scored, we scored, they scored kind of sort of thing. And then we finally stopped them and we started moving ahead. Do you think, um, John, I'll start with you on this. Do you think that this game could be similar or because of the injuries, do you think maybe Buffalo just comes in here, they have the fire, and they just stomp them, and, and we don't have to worry about anything going forward after the first quarter. I would love for that to happen. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> realistically, um, <clears throat> you know, like you said, you're, you're worried about this week. You know, I so am I. I, I. Last week, the defense showed up and showed up big time. And, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it wasn't, even, even take Douglas out of the game, I we lose that game. You know, I – it, if the offense plays this week like it did the last couple of weeks, I it, it's not going to be a back and forth thing. It's you know it, we're going to have to rely on the defense, um, you know, and I, and then you know maybe stick with the running game because it's working and just go through and eat the clock up and keep the ball out of Tua's hands, or you know I I just. I don't know. I, I don't see it being you sound a like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see it being a blowout. I don't see it being really back and forth. I, I just think it's going to be Buffalo's going to play to Miami and, and keep it close. And you know, the biggest fear is that that one interception that Josh has every game, <sighs> it is going to be the deciding factor in the game. God, I hope not. Now yeah. you're making me nervous. <laughs> In years past, uh, I wouldn't have been nervous, but just the way that they've played this year with the offense struggling, mm-hmm. uh, the losses that we've had to teams that we shouldn't have lost and the fashion that we've lost them in, yeah, I'm I'm concerned. And and part of that concern also goes into not only the offense, but our special teams. Special teams has not played well. We've given them two returns this year, one of which cost us the game, that being mm-hmm. week one against the Jets in overtime. God. And there's been several other long returns from teams, uh, you know, throughout the week. So that's a little bit of a concern for me as well. Dolphins are loaded with speed everywhere. And if one of those return guys gets a hole, he might be gone. And, you know, maybe between that and an interception that we know Allen's going to throw. In fact, if there's a, a parlay on that, put that on there. Over, under, I'm taking the over on um, 
uh, zero for, for Allen to throw picks. And I hate to say that, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. So I'm just going back and looking right now. <clears throat> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Josh is due. <laughs> so, like, I mean, anybody, you know, anybody that gambles, uh, you know, I, I lost seven hands in a row, seven spins in a row, whatever. And you're like, I'm due. You know, Eventually, like, I'm going to get one. Josh hasn't thrown for over 300 yards since week 12 against the Eagles. Before that, he hadn't done it since week eight. So since week eight, in the last half of the season, he's thrown for over 300 yards twice. I think we see that. He hasn't thrown for more than two touchdowns since week 11 against the Jets. I think we see that again this week too. I mean, I think it's one of those just it's a trend, you know, like it's just one of those things where it's a trend. Josh is probably throwing interception. I also I'm also gonna bet that he's gonna get throw for over three hundred yards and probably three touchdowns. Just because that's what this game is gonna take in my in my eyes. I, know, I think all our defense is playing right now. Yeah, and I think the only saving grace in all of this is you know, recently we've owned Miami, you know, which definitely helps us and, and it's going to help our psyche going into it. Um, and, and the other thing is, I mean, Miami, they've beat up on trash teams, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it's been the, yeah. the same thing all year long that they haven't played anybody really good. And, you know, once, once they played us, you know, we, we rolled them and, you know, we weren't that good. You know, we, I mean, we were a 500 team up until what five weeks ago. So I, I don't know. I hope, hopefully we take care of business, but still nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It's like last to week. Answer your and, question oh, earlier in the, in the comments, somebody asked about if we lose this game. Uh, yeah. We can still get in as a wild card. And basically we need either one of two things, either the Steelers to, to win or yeah. Steal it. No. Sorry, Ravens Steelers to win. To lose. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Steelers to lose or um, Jacksonville and the Jaguars. Jacksonville. Yep. If Jacksonville, Jacksonville loses, we're in. Period. Yeah, one of those two, two. If one of those two teams loses, we're in regardless. But uh, we don't want to go that route because number two seed. How important is that number two seed for the Bills? Um, Mike, you can. I'll you take this one. What do you What do you think? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It is unpredictable as, as the team can be. <laughs> I, I really like to think that, you know, it doesn't matter what seed we were, but that does help uh, with, you know, possibility of playing at home, um, which is always huge for us, you know. Um, when Bills Mafia can take over a stadium, you know, they do it at home. And when they can do it on the road, it's great, but <laughs> a lot easier at home. Uh, the crowd really gets into it. I mean, we'd love to see a home game in the playoffs. It's when when is the last time the Bills had a home game in playoffs? Last year. Was it the one that we went <laughs> yeah. to? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> we've had a home playoff game the last four years because we yeah. won the division. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. But not with, yeah. without winning the division, though. Uh, well, they can't have you know your wild card, right? Yeah. But it could. I mean, it, it still it, could, though. Well, no. Could, and if we win the two seed, we we did win the division. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I would. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> so we win the game, division title, two guaranteed home games for the playoffs, with the chance to host the ASU championship game if the Ravens slip up, which the Ravens have not been very good in the playoffs in the last, well, since Lamar Jackson became the starter. Nothing against him. I do think the Ravens have a better squad this year than what they've had in the past as far as his weapons. So I think that could potentially change. But um, I'm pretty sure Mike and Casey don't know the answer to this question, so I'm going to ask John. When was the last time Buffalo hosted an AFC championship game? Oh, um. It was maybe the, that's the question I was looking for. Nine, <laughs> it was the it was ninety four back. It was technically that well, ninety three. Yeah, so okay. it was ninety two, ninety three season. It was their last Super Bowl run or uh, appearance? Yep. Uh, they played Kansas City, so wouldn't that be cool if we would, it was a KC again? And we beat them thirty to thirteen. I was looking at that up earlier today. I was like, it's been a long time since we've hosted the championship game. I mean, it's been a long time. Well, actually, it hasn't been that long since we've been there. We were there in, what, 2020? Against the Chiefs. Yep, yep. yep. Where they won, like, 31-13. Yeah, well, that first one wasn't much of a heart. I mean, I, I obviously, you know, right, losing the championship game, it's a little bit of a heartbreaker, but like kind of really ones. weren't in that game. No. I think uh, that's the – in fact, that's the one I believe we jumped out to 9-0. to zero. We had that muff punt. We got in the end zone, and I think we missed the extra point. Maybe it was blocked. I don't remember. And I thought, okay, hold on. Maybe we got this. And then, you know, it was all downhill from there. But well, wasn't that the same postseason when Deshaun Watson and the Texans were up? What was it like eighteen or twenty or something like twenty to zero? And then Mahomes came back and just absolutely slaughtered them, like forty to twenty or something like that. Like they I think were, they were behind they were on, in all three of those playoff games that year. Yeah, they were on a path that year. You know that, like that, like you can always see when Brady won the Bucks. You know, won their Super Bowl. They, like they were on a war path. The Chiefs, when they won their Super Bowls, I mean, they were on a war path. The Eagles were when they lost to the Chiefs. It looked like the Niners to me this year were that team that were that were like they were just rolling. You know, the Ravens. I don't have that same feeling as they as like I had. So I've had with those other teams. Um, I truly think that we are the scariest team to play, especially if we only make it as a wild card. Because then everybody's going to be like, all right, here we go. We're going on the road. You know, time, Now we get to play spoiler. And everybody's going to be like, oh, damn it. We got to play the Bills. You know, they're like, they're coming to us, especially if we go into Arrowhead. I like, how sweet would that be for all of Bills fans to, Finally, knock the Chiefs out of the playoffs in Arrowhead. Yeah, that would be, be better to do it at home. <laughs> it would, but I mean, just how like oh, oh yeah. my god, we, we can be beat them every single time there. in the postseason, in the regular season, but in the postseason, there's I mean, but that's what great quarterbacks and coaches and teams do. You know, they step it up in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why, and that's one reason why. For me, like I know a lot of people, I've got some KC friends here that are 
really, really down on the Chiefs and saying, you know, they're, they're pretty much done. They're not going anywhere. But you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and it's playoffs. You, there's just certain players and coaches, like you say, once you get into the playoffs, they just they take their game to another level. I wouldn't count out the Chiefs. Outside of the Bills, though, what's another team in the AFC and the Ravens that concerns you? Like, if we had to face them at any point in the playoffs, who would it be? Cleveland. I've been kind of rooting for Cleveland as my dad's favorite team. Um, so I like yeah. that they're doing good. Um, but but Jacksonville, too, because we always struggle with Jacksonville, right? That's yeah. true. They've looked like kind of garbage lately, too. But, everybody, yeah, everybody in the comments is also saying Browns. I, I'm kind of surprised at how well Joe Flacco is playing right now. And he does have that playoff experience. And he's even got a Super Bowl so he's been there, done that kind of situation with him, and he's playing really, really well. And the Browns have arguably maybe the best defense in, in the league too. So, yeah, I agree. I think that's the one team I don't want to face. Um, but if they do, it, it just kind of takes oh. me back a little bit because I remember, um, I believe, I can't remember what exactly the year was. I think it was, 80, it was 89 because in 88 we went to the championship game against Cincinnati, 89 – we lost, I think it was a divisional round, to the Browns in a game where Jim Kelly was driving down the field for the go-ahead, and I believe he threw a pick, if I remember correctly, pretty much in the end zone. And I remember being my 13-year-old self, just mad as hell. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, the Browns were a pretty good team back there with Bernie Kozar. They had a good defense, too. But uh, so How cool is that storyline? this line, question – this Flacco, is you this, think he wants a piece of Baltimore? Are you are you <laughs> right? kidding? I, like I, I, I'm sure Ron feels the same way. I mean, to see a quarterback out there that's our age yeah. doing so well, <laughs> I know it's hard not to like him. Anybody <laughs> our age out there doing something physical is impressive. <laughs> I'm Stop. telling you, I'd I'd be winded, you know, handing out the water and the Gatorade. So <laughs> you know, props to Flacco. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll uh, two hand lift those Gatorade bottles, all right, John? Yeah. <laughs> now, is yeah, this question I, yeah, just for AFC teams, or is it for NFC teams as well? Because my team that I wouldn't want to play would be in the NFC. Well, that go ahead. Who, who, who you got? One hundred percent be the not Forty Niners. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they are the most. I I think they're the best team in football. Um. I mean, they've beat the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Ravens. I mean, they they've beaten everybody this year. I mean, they they have, look unstoppable. They, they, I mean, they have every they have a weapon at every level on offense and at defense. You know, they have a defensive player of the year. They have an off uh, multiple candidates for offensive player of the year. You know, they have Brock Purdy who's playing out of his goddamn mind right now, um, and mix Kyle Shanahan into that. I mean, it, it, that's a scary team. I really – I think if it's not us, it's going to be them this year and, like, ho- hoisting that trophy. I Yeah, I could see that. Um, but they've also been handled. The Ravens handled them. Uh, and they did go on a three-game losing streak there for a minute. I can't remember who they, the opponents were exactly. But they weren't world beaters necessarily. I think there was one in there at least that – like. You know they probably should have won uh, on paper, but Cleveland, you Minnesota, never know. Cincinnati. So Cleveland, Cincinnati was Cincinnati was after Burrow got hurt too, right? 
this is uh week eight so the so, yeah, October, I, think I think yeah yeah, yeah. which i i would actually say that the Bengals have been better without him but that's just that's me. another conversation <laughs> not we a... can have this summer because <laughs> i want to bring that up we want to talk about oh we'll gladly too. bring it up to uh yeah I mean, well, that's a bad look. Well, I, talking about system quarterbacks, what about uh, Brock Purdy? Yeah. He's well, got maybe I the best Sam supporting Donald, cast of anybody in the league. I think Sam Darnold will answer that question for us this weekend. Because I, 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 so. I, I, It'll be interesting to see. I don't think Sam Darnold. But here's, I, mean, I don't think Sam Darnold could step in and do what's Brock, what Brock Purdy's doing. I think I genuinely think Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. I do. You know, I think he is genuinely on the like he and Tua are one of the same. I think if Tua was in San Fran, he could be doing what Brock's doing and vice versa. Um, Agreed. They're just so good everywhere. Everywhere. You know, they're so disciplined. <laughs> they're a good football team for sure. Um, And, and it would be kind of cool if it was a Bills-Niners uh, matchup because that was one of the things back in the 90s that I was always – to this day, kind of shocked by the fact that as good as those teams were back in the 90s, they never played each other in the Super Bowl. Um, even though I'm pretty sure Chris Berman probably predicted it every single year <laughs> uh, back then uh, for it to happen. But oh, is somebody else outside of the Niners, do you see anybody else in the NFC that could knock off the Niners? Nope. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, they they have, have you been watching played their recently? very best. Well, did, <laughs> they did you guys watch us? We, did you guys watch us for about ten weeks of the year? I mean, ah, that was past. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was last week. Exactly, exactly. That's what Stop I'm living saying. in the past. We we had a crap game last week, and we're and the four of us are sitting here crowning ourselves that we can win the Super Bowl. The Eagles <laughs> like could definitely. I mean. It's just one of those they things could. like they just need something they to happen. To, like something just needs to click for them. You know, all of a sudden everything is just back to normal. Back like the flow you is know, back and everything. They have all the weapons to do it. One place that yeah, they, they do against mm-hmm. the pass. Here's my saving grace with the Bills, I think. Uh, and that's the fact that their past playoff experiences, it's typically been the defense that's let the team down. So uh, I'm kind of hoping that once we get into the playoffs, assuming we do knock on wood, but that that offense puts it together because normally they do. Very seldom does the offense look like crap in the playoffs. Aside from maybe that Bengals game last year, other than that, our offense has pretty much been on point, I think, since 2020. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I I can't think of another game where they've really struggled at all. Casey's thinking hard. I can see it. I'd say the worst game would be that AFC championship game since then, like between that and um, the Bengals game, like just off the top of my head, I'm like running through the Rolodex, and that's about every other game hasn't been ugly. I could put it that way. Right. Yeah. Well, even that Bengals game in the AFC Championship game, if I, I believe we had over 400 yards in the game, we scored 24 points. The offense was 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 good, but we couldn't stop nobody. Give, I think we gave up over 500 yards in that one to the Chiefs, and of course that was with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and all the and all of that going on, but um, so yeah, that's my hope and hope, you know, McDermott leading this defense, which I absolutely love. I think he does done a fantastic job with the defense this year, especially considering the injuries 
And I know there was kind of a lull there where, you know, they struggled a little bit to get that final stop. But even in those games, they were they were good for three and a half quarters. Sometimes luck just isn't there. And so I'm not saying that those teams just simply got lucky, but come on, it's Mac Jones driving us down or driving them down the field and hitting one of the my least favorite players in the whole planet and Gasecki for the winning <laughs> touchdown. Like, come on. That that's just does not gonna happen nine times out of ten. Well, you mix that with twelve men on the field, you know, the court and yeah. let alone that Russell Wilson scramble and the court and the Cortland Sutton catch earlier in that in that game. I mean that I mean that was that's upper play of the year, I bet, when it comes to the ESPYs. I mean, look at the Jets game. Garrett Wilson made arguably another selection for play of the year and that and that double tip bobble catch that he made that ultimately beat us. You know, it's I, I pointed out every time we've lost, I'm like, this, this, this happened and are all unusual. You know, like yeah, and it's yeah. not like we've been blown blown out in any of the games. The highest the most we've what we've lost by is a touchdown. Not even a full touchdown and an extra point, just six points. So we're in every single game. And five out of six of those games, Josh has walked out the field a winner. So mm-hmm. like I mean, like I it's just one of those things, you know, like it it does seem like we just haven't been the lucky team this year. Last year we thought we weren't the lucky team, you know, with the Justin Jefferson catch and then the fumble at the goal line later in that game and the whole, everything else that happened last year off the field, let alone on the field. Um, yeah. But this year, like on the field, it seems like we, we have zero, zero luck at all. And again, that is part of the game. I'd rather be lucky yeah. than good. Tell my I, I guess you can maybe say we got lucky that uh, – um. Oh crap! The receiver in KC that doesn't know how to line up properly. Yeah, Darius Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony. I guess you could say we got lucky that that he lined up incorrectly. But even Again, that we game, had a minute. We had a minute nineteen to go exactly. down the field with three timeouts. You know exactly. So like yeah. I then I was I was like no we still had a chance to get the ball. You know I wasn't yeah. I wasn't too worried about that. You know is it lucky that that play happened at all? Yeah, that's you know we're lucky we got the flag, but like we still would have had a chance. Yeah, we stopped them the on every that, single other play. Yeah, the and other one that sticks out to me is the the Eagles loss. I, I yep. swear I'm going to go to my grave contending that if the officials would have called that catch and fumble properly, that's ball game. Yes. Yep. In yep. overtime. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, Spence says here uh, Bill should have should only have two losses right now. Agree, and that. Kind of just the point the case was making a while ago. There's only two teams in the league that have not lost a game by uh, more than a score, and and that's the Ravens and the Bills. Hmm. So are the two teams kind of on a collision course for the AFC Championship game? John, what do you think about that? I mean, I could see it happening. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it's possible. I. I you just, don't have a lot of comp faith right now, do you? No, no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so worried about this week. And, you know, it's, I, I think the biggest thing with this weekend is that, you know, I, I'm going to be losing my mind all afternoon Dude, and then oh be sick to my stomach, most likely. Oh, man. Between four and eight. 
you know, just until the game starts. Cause I, you know, I I just hope one of them loses in the afternoon. It's, it's going to make things so much easier. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I I was talking to these guys last week about the schedule. And I, I swore because of how everything fell due, like from the games last week, and they would put the bills in Miami at eight 30 Sunday night. And that they would have put the tech, and that they would have put the um, Texans and Colts game Sunday at four. I mean Saturday at four twenty-five, so that way Miami and Buffalo didn't know what was going on in that in that crucial game for Buffalo. It's a standalone game for Buffalo, and they and then they had to if they lose, they had to sweat out Sunday. I mean, a, I mean, absolutely sweat it out. So it's it's just interesting to me that they're giving these teams, like, giving both teams, the opportunity to see exactly how the chips are, need to fall for each team. You know, basically mainly for the Bills, obviously because the Dolphins are locked. But you know, like it, it, I'm surprised that they put us at at the last game, and I hate it as well, John. Let me tell you, <laughs> I hate it. What does make me yeah. feel a little better is is that like the Bills like in the games that we should have won or that shouldn't have been close. Like even last week, we, we've just played down to the other team's level. Like even Josh is saying he, you know, he threw like crap. Like when you, you don't, you don't feel like that team can compete with you, you know, as much than, you know, he, he's throwing the ball around care, carelessly. He's like looking for the big play, you know, want to blow him out. You're not focused on, you know, doing what you got to do just to march down the field, you know, and get first downs and score <laughs> but so I, I think it, you just loosen up a little and you just get you know tossing it around and trying different things because you know the pressure is not there yeah. saturday's games the early game steelers ravens matters big time mm-hmm. and then texans colts matters big time and then so yeah. the uh tennessee and jacksonville is on sunday right sunday yes. morning or I guess yeah. afternoon for some. Yeah, one o'clock. So the Bills will be able to watch every single game that matters. Yep. And know exactly what has to happen, which I, I mean, I'm just realizing it now, but I hate that because that puts more pressure on them. I but is that a good thing, though? I think it is. That's what makes me, me think if we're going to go into that game strong. knowing, if they go into that game knowing they have to win that game to advance, do you think that maybe that? mentally ups their game because like you said, they tend to play down to their opponent. If they're in, regardless of what happens to me, I feel like that takes a little bit of the edge off. I, or maybe the idea of the number two seed and division title is enough to, to, I, to turn on, you know, like that fire. Yeah. I think yeah, the two think, seed and, you know, having a couple home games, I, I, I think that's going to be the same, same amount of motivation as, not knowing if they're going to make the playoffs and they have to win the game, you know? Yeah. The These two teams do not like each other. And these two <laughs> fan the bases fans. do not like each other. We're so friendly. This, like this game, we talk a lot ma- of crap. Like this game matters. It's more so at this point for bragging rights. The Dolphins have, like, they've been on our tail. I mean, last year, you know, they were there. Um. But like it, it's, they've gotten better every year. Every year, we've just kind of we've rode the ship. We've kind of stayed the same, and whether for one reason or another, no matter who we've brought in, who we've let go, we've just kind of stayed the same. Great team in Miami. I mean, 
they start from the bar- from bottom of the barrel. I mean, we saw how bad it was under Brian Flores and Tua, and I think this Those game is just times. more so. But I, I think this game is more so just about bragging rights, and it's for the AFC Championship. That's see now you two about. kids are starting to to realize what Ron and I went through in the eighties. <laughs> you know, it was Kelly oh, and Marino. It was back and forth, you know. It was Brian Cox going through the tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> these you know? are the BC days. Yeah, but we got a handle on this Miami team. We're we're nine and one right in the last ten. Yeah, I mean we already Should beat be them once this year. Thanks, Charles Clay. Right. Yeah, but well, didn't, didn't Casey we... say earlier too that you know that the the time is coming, or um, you know how. You know, you go through and, you know, you throw nine passes and they all get intercepted, but, that you know, that one is going to work, you know. So, I, you know, it could be Miami's time to win. It God, oh, I hope man. not, but, you know, <laughs> law of averages have to kick in at some point. Exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, that's my logic of thinking. Everything's going to get Buffalo, at some point. Yeah, and Buffalo did handle the Dolphins pretty well back in the 90s, too. Um <clears throat> I I don't think we won all four division titles that year or that during those nine that nineties run, but I think we got at least three of them. Uh we knocked the Dolphins out of the playoffs once or twice during that time frame as well. But is this the biggest game? You brought up the rivalry. Is this the biggest game between these two teams? To me, I'll answer that for myself. Yes. But do you guys think it's the biggest game over the last like two plus decades between these two? If you're this saying the yes, biggest, then I'm saying yes. This is the biggest <laughs> Miami game of my life. And this that, is like, that's, that's, that, there's never been a Miami game that's like meant more to both teams. Like, no. it, it, it's both teams have either been terrible or one team has been god awful. The Patriots have just been freaking around for 20 years. Yeah. You know, it was <laughs> like they were as bad as we were during the drought, they were just about as bad. It took Brady getting you know, getting his knee blown out for them to win one division championship at ten and six. Yeah. Like I mean, it like it was like they haven't had the world's best history in my lifetime too. Like so, the Dolphins were always that team when I'd see the schedule coming out as a kid. It was Dolphins and Jets. I'm like four games that I know we can win because they're just as bad as we are. You know, so now that like it's opposite to where we're Powerful's great. Good. Both both teams are good. Like it it's. It it is fun to see like the tides change, especially with the Patriots still I mean, sucking now, and the Jets still sucking. <laughs> yeah, that was you one thing back me. in the '90s that we had we had Buffalo and we had Miami, and then the Jets were not good. The Dolphins, I'm sorry, um, the Colts who were Colts. in that division at the time yep. were not good. The Patriots were not good. So Buffalo would go into the season knowing, and we got six wins right there at least, because uh, mm-hmm. those six, yeah, at that time weren't very good. And the Dolphins. Kind of similar to where they are now. They were all offense then. They didn't. Their defense was so so, but that offense with Mark Clayton, Mark Duper, Dan Duper. Marino, yep. that was a, a phenomenal offense. But just like now, they've got great receivers. They've got an okay quarterback. I'm sorry, I'm not going to put him up there in the elite category. And their defense is horrendous. Like it is not good, even without the injuries. You know that aside. Early in the season, that defense was not good. I even said going into that week, what, three, four matchup with the Dolphins that we were going to put up points on them because their defense is crap. And now you got no Howard. Now you have no Chubb. 
No um, Jalen Phillips. Yes, Ramsey is back. I, I don't think Ramsey is quite as the same Ramsey he was mm-hmm. three, four, five years ago. I mean, he's still good, but I, I just think if this offense with Buffalo, if we can catch the ball, honestly, to me, <laughs> that's right. all we got to do is just catch the ball and we're going to be fine. But man, the way it's been as of late, and yeah. um, and, and Casey, I want to bring up this point because you you mentioned earlier the Bills' run game being good. The last two weeks against San Diego, we only averaged three and a half yards per rush. Last week, three and point four. That's got to change too. I don't know what has happened as far as that goes because before that, we were going four and a half, five a clip. So even the run game right now seems to be kind of struggling along. And again, I don't know what the problem is. But I just hope they get it figured out. Mm-hmm. We're way past the halfway point of this, so I'm going to jump back once again. Thank everybody for coming in here, uh, being a part of the show, and listening to us rant about the Bills and um, listen to what is obviously John's lack of faith. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but look, hit the like button, share, subscribe on YouTube. The Super Chats are always open. Jump on Facebook. Find us at the Mafia Cast. Join our Facebook page. We're at 195 people right now in there. Really like if we can get to 200 by the end of the weekend or by Sunday night when the game starts, that'd be fantastic. But, yeah, check us out. Um, so, yeah, I we've kind of beat up this game quite a bit. And, mm-hmm. and I know as far as the Buffalo Rumblings crews goes, all of the podcasters all this week, they've been kind of diving into this game. Uh, Mike, what's the one thing that to you is like the key? What has to happen for Buffalo to come out with the win? Um, so like you were kind of getting at, I feel like we're the better team on paper. Um, the stats, you know, I, I'm not points scored or anything like that, but uh, a lot of categories I feel like we're doing better in. You're saying their defense isn't as good as us. They're banged up. Um, but one thing that stands out to me is that they've allowed like 10 more sacks, I think, than we have. Um, so if we can continue to get that pressure and, and do what this defense has been doing, uh, I do think we can get after Tua and, and make life tough for him on Sunday. So that's a huge thing for me. And uh, I know we were talking about the digs thing earlier too. Uh, but I, I just – I'd like to not – I didn't get to bring up like the screens or like the running plays they're doing with digs. I think we should just cancel that out, get him doing some crossings, get him going long and just let, let him do what he does, <laughs> you know, mid range and deep and, and don't worry about all that crap. <laughs> yeah. But basically, um, yeah, that, and, and just getting to the quarterback, I do think we can be really successful doing that this week. Yeah. I'm bring up this, or, address this really quick. Spence says Miami is going to need to beat us with the run game for them to have a chance. One thing we haven't talked about is the return to Daquan Jones. Um, and he believe he had 53% of the snap shares, which I think turned out to like 28 or something like that snaps last week. Do you guys think he plays a bigger role this week or do they kind of keep that at about the 50 mark? And how important is he to stopping the Bills uh, run, or I'm sorry, the Dolphins run game? I think you play it by year or not year, but by play, I guess. <laughs> so to speak. So, um, yeah, you like, if he's, if you are going to, you know, start out with the idea of him playing, you know, 50 or whatever, then 
I don't know, just see how he's playing. If he's playing well, then you, you keep him in, you keep him playing. And if he's struggling, if it's not working, then I guess you, you cycle him out more. Yeah, on the other hand, though, too, I mean, if if Pittsburgh and or Jacksonville loses, you know, then do, do we want to rest the guys a little bit? True, true. You know, yeah, and, and not put him in, you know, for half the plays. You know, make sure that he's there for the playoff run. Mm-hmm. I mean, last yeah, week, we saw Tim Settle played well last week. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a disruptor mm-hmm. up front in the middle. So I understand why Daquan played 53. And like Spin said, I think 53 is around the full rep count before he got hurt. We all know nobody plays 80, 90% of the snaps on this defensive line. But I I attribute last week more to Settle just well. You know, I mean, he, he – wasn't leaned on as much, wasn't asked to play as much. So maybe he was more fresh, you know, with Daquan Jones being in there. Um, I would say if we have a playoff spot locked up, you like McDermott does what the player, I think he has to do what the players want to do. Do you want to sit or do you want, or do you want to go for this two seed? And do you want to like try to play at home? I think that's why I think the players are going to, yeah, they're gonna yeah. want to play. Yeah, I think you. I think you just leave it up to to them. You know, you guys do like you as a whole. Vote as a democracy and figure out what you think is best as a whole team. You know, I understand there's a head coach to make those decisions as a reason, but there's 53 guys on this roster. They all ha- they all want to have a, a little bit of a say in what they do. You know. Yeah, but if there's one yeah, out I of think 53 it... that doesn't want to play, I. <laughs> I don't think he'd be on this team. Probably oh, yeah. not. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to depend on how the game is going. I, I think if the game is on the line, uh, then they're going to play their normal rotation. I don't think anything changes. If they can get up on them and, you know, and, and close it out early, then, then yeah, maybe you do. But even with that, I mean, even with, even if Waddle doesn't play, this is an offense that can still put up a lot of points really quick. So and he and Mostert and he may not play, but Devon A Chain or Achan or whatever, however you say his name, A Chain. That I, I mean, that guy's good too. So this is a Dolphins offense that can put up a lot of points really, really quick. We saw him do it to the Ravens last season when they were down. I don't remember the score, but they like four or five touchdowns in the second half by by Tua. So we've seen him do it. So I, I'm kind of with what Spin was saying in here. Like this is this is for the two seed. This is for the division. Uh, and these guys have kind of been on, like Casey said, the playoffs for six weeks now. And and that kind of goes back to my thoughts with, with Diggs and some of the people that are saying that, oh, they're just holding him back, keeping him fresh so that he's rested for the playoffs. We might not make the playoffs, so that's not an option. Like we've been in the playoff winter, winter go-home situation now almost for, for over a month, and that doesn't change. I think these guys need to play. And and for my own psyche, I need them to just destroy the Dolphins. Again, please make it happen. I don't want to have to stress. Ron's been dying for a blowout all year. <laughs> don't you I mean, dare predict one. We've had some, but it's been a while. Yeah. Don't you dare predict one. <laughs> I'm not going to. Absolutely not. I will add this, though. Okay. Um, so... One of the our one of my fantasy football leagues, it's my family league. It's just our you know immediate family. Um, I started the season one and six. I won ten straight games and I took the championship. That's a sign. 
Buffalo needs to win nine straight to make it happen. Or Man. this would be number five. Yeah, nine straight to make it happen. And Super Bowl's on my birthday. It's all lining up, guys. The stars and the moons are lining. I'm telling you. And, and if we save money by moment. not spur of the moment going to Miami this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> then we could plan our trip to Vegas and maybe meet up with Ronnie <laughs> again. Oh, man. Yeah, Let those Super Bowl tickets are like eight grand right now. That's yeah. for nosebleeds. When, when the Bills ever make a Super Bowl, I'll sell my freaking house. I don't care <laughs> what I have to do. I'm going. I don't care. I mean, because that's my buddy is a Rams fan, and he like like he did everything he could. He sold everything. You know, he like he and his dad gave up everything they had to go to that game. And I was like, and I I my only question, you know, was it worth it? I had like, was it truly worth it? And he said, whether we won or lost, it was the coolest experience I've ever been to. Like to like yeah. the atmosphere, just being able to see your team, you know, with a with a patch on their jersey, just and just playing in the game, knowing that everything's at stake, it's worth it. So Super Bowl graphics everywhere. Your team yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, like, you know, worth it. You guys know I'm a I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan and have been actually longer than I've been a Bills fan because I was started watching college football in the mid '80s. But when they won uh, the game the other day against uh, oh my gosh my brain anyways they won Alabama. the game Alabama Alabama my my stepson and his dad his dad is from Detroit or from the Michigan so he is a big Michigan fan as well he got tickets I'm not gonna say how much they cost but him and my oldest stepson are going. So that kind of got me thinking, like, if Buffalo made it to the Super Bowl, even if I had the money, I have all of my my family here and, and my girls who are just now starting to become, like, diehard Bills fans. Like, obviously, they've grown up with them, but it wasn't until they were older, like, in their late teens and, and 20s now, that they start to understand the game. They've got boyfriends and husbands who are huge football fans, uh, different teams, but... I don't think I could, for me, getting all sentimental or anything, I don't think I could leave my family and go watch that game, almost knock that over, <laughs> and not enjoy that moment with them. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not yeah, trying to. Because anything. we would be there with you. You would be with your family. Not <laughs> yeah. family. You guys are just going to have to fly here to Idaho instead of Vegas so we can just have one big old bash here. All right. When? Well, that takes away the whole point of going Super to the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> Unless you have a giant toilet in your house that we can name the Super Bowl. Sorry, Papa Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I'll name any toilet in this house Super Bowl if I want. We'll meet up at Vegas. <laughs> we're, 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 One of these. we're definitely going to meet up at Vegas at some point. One of these years. And, yeah. Well, hopefully sooner than a year's because, well, Mike, You've got some something you're supposed to do. You got some responsibilities to, to yeah, fulfill. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we already got our vacation planned for next year, so I don't know. But I, but I, I, I plan another one. We're saving for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who? Yeah, I know. There's a lot of other states I would rather be in, but my whole family, well, all my my kids are here. But anyways, um, let's get into the score predictions. Unless you guys had anything else to add. Oh. Really quick, let's go back because <laughs> I had the question to Mike, but I also want to hear from John and Casey what's about the, the, this game. What's, and what's that one thing that needs to happen for Buffalo to come out with a win? Either one of you can start. Go ahead, John. 
Sure. Uh, Debbie Downer uh, will uh, <laughs> go through and start it off. Um, I just think, you know, whether it's it's Davis or Diggs, um, somebody's got to have a, a big game. You know, I, I think Josh has got to get 250 to 300 through the air. Um, you know, maybe not use his legs as much unless absolutely necessary. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that we got to open up the passing game and, and really keep Miami on their toes because I, I think we could roll them like we did back in October. Oh, yeah. Same thing as I say every single time we play against Tua. Take away, take, right. take away the first read. If you can take away Tua's first read, you can see it. He gets happy feet in the pocket. He starts tapping the ball and he gets happy feet. He get, starts getting anxious. You know, I under like he's I understand he's a pro quarterback. You know, they they but they still get nerves. And Tua gets uncomfortable. You can see him get uncomfortable. So I think you can if you take away that first read and you know, and Bernard can do a good job taking away the middle of the field, I think that we have a really good shot at slowing down this offense. If you refer to it one more time as a Pro Bowl quarterback, I am personally going to kick you out of the studio. When did I call him a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl quarterback? Nothing. I did. Pro Bowl call means him nothing. I did, I did earlier in the show. Pop Ron. You just I did. Fight you. I did not. <laughs> did he not say Pro Bowl? He may have may have earlier. It's possible. <laughs> I usually tune Casey out. So if you just mentioned Pro Bowl, though, anyone can just say it. Lost Ronald, like my wife. Yeah, Strikes a nerve with Ron. It don't matter who the player is. This is true. I can't stand the Pro Bowl. It's such a joke. Anyways, um, let's get into a couple of these here. Quick, uh, Roy, going to be a Gabe Davis game banquet. Uh, my only argument against that is it hasn't been long enough since his last one. So I think we might have to wait till the playoffs to see Gabe Davis have another big game because uh, he just had one, I think, two weeks ago. Um. Yeah, let's get into the score predictions. I don't know who we'll start. Let's just go with Mike. You got it. You get to no. start with this first tonight. I, w- I was hoping you'd wait because uh, it might help me decide my score. I, it's it's one point I'm on worried about. Come on, Mike, Mike, on the fly. Um, <laughs> I got to go with my first guess, right? Whatever you think. Oh, yeah, man. what's your gut telling you? All right, I'm going to go with my second guess. First worst, second the best. Jesus. <laughs> Buffalo covering the two-and-a-half-point spread, and I'm taking the under on 48-and-a-half points, 20-27. to 27. Bills. Okay. Casey, go. I'm going to do 34-32 to 32 Buffalo. 3432 wow. All right John, what you got? 2421 Buffalo. <laughs> Roy just knew you were going to go with Miami. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um here's one here. Spence says 3823 bills by a billion. We had a couple of other score predictions earlier as well. And if anybody else is listening in the in the comments Throw us up your score prediction. We want to hear them. Uh, I'm going to go with. Hold on. We got another one. Roy says Bills 29 25. I like it. Uh, Laura 
38 to 17. I like that score. Um, oh my gosh, this is hard for me. Don't do it, Ryan. I'm not going to predict a blowout. On paper, we should. But just the way the season has gone, the way the offense has struggled, I'm going to say 27-23 Buffalo. These are some tight games. A lot of one score. A lot of one score yeah. games. It should be. Week 18, everything on the line for both teams. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, there's definitely this is a big game. Um and yeah, I'm gonna be like you said, I think John said earlier, pins and needles all day long. Whether or not we are locked in the playoffs or not come game time, I'm still gonna be nervous, right? Because yeah, I want that two seed. Um uh, want that division title four years in a row. So yeah, uh, more scores are coming in. Laura says, "Hey John, what's up, John?" <laughs> and uh, Tony Miller's got thirty-five twenty-one Bills. We got another. We got a bunch of scores coming in here. Thirty-eight twenty-eight four sacks, two picks. Taking up the predictions a notch or two. I like it. I like it. All right. Twenty-eight twenty-four seemed boring, <laughs> so that's why you said twenty-nine earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um. Lots of 20s, close games. I'm not predicting a blow, like I said, but we're going to get out of here. Hopefully next week we're talking playoffs. I think we will. I think we're going to get into the playoffs. But, um, yeah, tune in. I think what we want to do, and I haven't even told Mike and Casey this yet, but it's just for funsies. Once we have the playoffs solidified, AFC, NFC, both sides, predicted all the way through to the Super Bowl. Each game all the way through. And uh, we'll talk about that next Thursday. (laughs) That gives us some homework to work on. (laughs) Just a little, just a little. (laughs) John, do do a plug for your store. Tell us, tell everybody about it before we get out of here. Yeah. All right. Um, Two locations, one in Rochester, one in Hamburg, New York. Um, Very minimal Miami merchandise. Uh, Tons of Bill's (laughs) merchandise, though. Um, If you're looking for cards or autographs or whatever, Come down and see me in Hamburg or my son in Rochester, and uh, we'll take care of you. And you can even give me crap for uh, being so down on uh, on Buffalo today. <laughs> Keep, and... Keeping our emotions at bay. Exactly. We're not getting too excited. You know, Got to stay a little even keel here. Yeah. And again, you can get yeah. you can find John. He's on Facebook. Uh, he's got the eBay store up, but that's Game On Sports. Uh, make sure you go check him out, everyone. Yeah, check it out. Uh, and again, I'm going to throw it out there. Another plug for the Mafia Cast Facebook page. Go check it out. Be part of the conversation, the community we're building over there. We want to make it huge and just you know, all the Bills Mafia together in one place and talk Bills. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you all next week. Let's hope for a win on Sunday night and go Bills. Go, go Bills. Bills. Go Bills. Tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs>